0: Cameo Radio Welcome to another episode of Cameo Radio. This is a special episode about the story of the Village Voice. I'm here with Danny Honeywine. Hi. And we're going to just hear about this. Because there's been a blog post about it. You know, we did have an article in the Village Voice Gazette on the RLN.
1: In the first issue.
0: In the first issue.
1: I tried to tell the story of the Village Voice. Right. Yeah.
0: And it's a fascinating and complex story with some interesting provenance in history. Yes. Yeah. Because this isn't the first time there's been a Village Voice. The Village Voice itself has its own life. Yeah. And it exists for a very... Very profound and very needed reason,
1: I think so.
0: I would like to think so as well, <laughs> so Danny. Why don't you tell us about where that came from? What's the history there a little bit?
1: So, like, m- my personal side right. of yeah, what story, led to it um, started in well, it really got going in November 2020. I was really, really noticing the mental health crisis, I think is the way I would describe it, mm. in my own personal network, um, multiple suicides. That was close to you. Opioid crisis. Mm-hmm. A lot uh, of people probably relate. Yeah, my own personal um, journey through postpartum in a pandemic mm. and dealing with just all sorts of issues and not really there being anywhere to turn to at the time. Just noticing, people were wanting to connect. So I had approached. Um, but they're almost afraid to connect. People want to protect themselves from getting hurt, right? Yeah, I think, and especially at that time, people were really not sure what was what was like an, an agreeable topic mm. and a disagreeable topic, right? Because this was and, through
0: COVID issues, right?
1: Well, so. it was it was and it wasn't like it was mm. to me. It was mental health. Like it was like I was just seeing this like this like. I'm the shattering of the mind is like the way that I would describe it. And maybe it was my own mind and maybe I was just seeing it. I don't myself think you alone like, But I don't think I was alone. No,
0: this is a common thing.
1: Because I went and but people I hung felt alone. posters. I know. Yeah. And all I did was I went around and I hung posters on around town and it was, it was for mental health awareness to gather in the streets. And so kind of my idea was like a town square mm-hmm. to get everybody together and everyone could just talk. And we could just have a circle, mm-hmm. like kind of how I used to do it back in the day at Aduco and facilitating work with children. And if we were having an issue, we would all just get around in a circle mm-hmm. and we could talk about it, air it out, see if we could find a solution and, you know, maybe move forward and do something better mm-hmm. than fight about things or, or be kind of, you know, feeling awkward. So I did that. I put up posters. Um, I didn't really, I mean, do anything other than that. I knew that it was a thing that people were interested in and tons of people showed up so there we were in the street and I actually had notified the I'd reached out to the RCMP ahead of time and asked them to come for you know peacekeeping because I thought that they were peacekeepers and then I had also reached out to our you know our village quote village headquarters people and um the mayor and such and I'd had no response from really either um, that they were interested in participating or knowing what was going on with people or any any of that. So it it went ahead and it was really great. Lots of people showed up, lots of people chatted, lots of people talked. It was like high energy, like positive momentum, positive expressions. well received. well by the received, yeah. diverse topics. I kind of thought people were gonna show up and talk about like COVID and masks and stuff, yeah, and like that was happening at the that point. was happening at the time. But that's actually not what people talked about. Mm. They talked about d- just... issues from like water to um, like to like bigger health issues mm-hmm. to like just like a wide range of issues. Well, mental
0: health was big. I remember that's back when you and I first met, and mental health issues were a very prominent topic. Yeah. It was something I was looking at in the community as well.
1: So there, that happened and that event went off. And then, um, what happened after that was I was approached or the free press tried to approach me and I had already been, um, burned, so to speak by that, um, outlet twice before. So I just,
0: hundred mile free press, black press.
1: Yeah. I, so I just refused to engage with them. Mm. I was like, they haven't resolved any of the conflicts that I have with them. They're unwilling to, you know, make changes and do the right thing. So I'm not going to engage with them. So I just didn't engage with them. But then they told the story and they completely, they took all of the good and positive energy that was in that town square. And by the next time that those same people got together, it had been repackaged and repurposed through the free press as this anti-mask protest
0: right for the covid mask.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. And it was like, what? And it was just literally like, where did this come from? This label got slapped on it. And then all of a sudden that's all it was ever again. So mm-hmm. it took literally one week for them to destroy it.
0: They destroyed it using they controlled de- media.
1: Yeah, exactly. So um a year later, well, I ended up I met really I mean like I met so many amazing people there and one of one of those people was Allie and Allie and I had really fabulous chats in her uh, parent's basement at their beautiful ranch at the end of the world. And we were discussing like community and this networking and like, how do we come together in a network of people to make our community stronger and all of this. But and the end of
0: the world, like the edge of the world. The edge of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Not Maybe it was the end of the world of that old world. Of the
1: old world, maybe. Oh. Or my old world well, or whatever. Something new came from it. Something yeah, it new was the came, beginning. Something new came from it. Yeah. And so there was that. I had also had a, a really fascinating morning with one of my friends, Cambria. And what came out of that was this really incredible um, awareness of like this, this gap in storytelling and all of these pieces. And I didn't know what any of it meant at the time. Right. None of it. I had no idea what any of it meant. You had bits and pieces Little of your experience. In, my, in this, yes. this this something and it was
0: culminating into something greater.
1: Yeah, about I would say about like eight months later or nine months later, I found myself back at Allie's place and her mum had kind of heard the story and was telling us about the village voice.
0: Right. And, and this was something that came from overseas.
1: This came from overseas. So uh in England there was, you know, the town was you know, disenfranchised through like major changes in the economic environment and job losses and just a total shift in that community. Similar
0: issues, different times.
1: Different times, similar issues. So they had developed The Village Voice as a storytelling mechanism and just a a way for people to, you know, reconnect to their community Mm -hmm. in a meaningful way. And it matched. There was an alignment there into what it was. And then... Well, I think
0: another thing that's good to mention too, at the time we were looking at the emergence of parallel systems. Absolutely. Because of social unrest. Yes. Which was leading to mental health problems. And yes. And people were coming up with all kinds of artistic expressions. Yes. And alternate ways. And people were really on board yep. with gathering in the streets and doing something different like a town square. Mm-hmm. Organically, organically, unsanctioned, yep, naturally, just happening, just happens, and there's lots of examples of that in Mm -hmm. history. Absolutely, yes.
1: So that was that, and then you know it took another another eight months ish.
0: Yeah, a few. Yeah, another Um, number of months to put
1: pen to paper and to actually start seeing, you know, what is it when we're writing, and and how is that working, and what is it, and to develop,
0: develop, um, turn it into a model,
1: turn it into a model, which actually came out of cameo radio and your own story which is a whole other episode it's a whole
0: other episode but
1: out of that came you know this this idea of of really telling the stories and facilitating telling of stories and mm-hmm. helping people tell stories
0: helping. show right. that they show that you can tell your story and yeah. you did that by hanging posters mm-hmm. to get this thing going mm-hmm. and i did it by telling the most Awesome of tales, mm, like yeah. just yeah, and it's fine to tell a crazy story.
1: It's it, if you have a active listener. Yes. <laughs> Otherwise, you're just talking to yourself, and you might as well just. <laughs> uh, but that was kind of the the journey from you know really just this blue sky, literally blue sky. Totally, I don't know what this is. From
0: blue sky
1: into you know the real life network and finding all roots. that down to the grassroots, right? And now you know, literally taking papers around to businesses and yeah
0: and now that village voice has developed from that concept from Mm. that blue sky into that grassroots it's turned into an actual media production and network communication systems Mm -hmm. like model Mm -hmm. that's available to the whole community and yeah we've got this great print
1: of mm-hmm. it now, yeah.
0: There's a word search in yes, there, you know, because people like it. It's
1: it it's it's for people.
0: But really, it's full of people's stories, yes. and I think that I just want to tie that back to the issue with that, uh, you know, narrative through the free press, black press, mm-hmm. where they twist
1: it. Oh yeah, it was just whatever they per- per- presumed it might be,
0: might be, without any regard for what it actually is, and
1: any of the actual people who were there and who did tell their stories. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it probably wasn't super easy for, I know it wasn't, there was people who were like crying and, and, and I had so many people get in touch with me after that, just overwhelmed with, you know, the experience of it and had a similar experience with the provisional convention of opening up a platform for Mm -hmm. people to share their story,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: right. In a very deep and very meaningful way, um, And to facilitate that,
0: Mm -hmm. just the
1: feedback on that is constantly, yeah, it's just constantly needed. It's an obvious need.
0: Yes. And some people, well, I would like to think that it's obvious, but you know what? (laughs) Was it at the beginning? No. No. And I think that's one of the things that's showing people that it's okay to tell their story, Mm -hmm. leading the way, Mm -hmm. you know? What was that? The uh, Merritt Mountain Music Festival, where that one person started dancing and another person started dancing. Oh yeah! And then everybody was just rushing in. Yeah. Absolute phenomenon. Yeah. So leading the charge in that, you know, putting up some posters. Uh, maybe Cameo Radio's helped a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of different mediums, and uh, we did uh, Art Hive in the park the other day. So fun. So fun, and we brought permission a to of it. play. Permission to play, absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, and I think I said that to one of the facilitators. Yeah, thanks, Gary. Yeah. I was like, this is play. And she's like, I'm glad you used that word. I'm like, yeah, because it is play. Mm-hmm. We're here to have fun, right? Um, there are so many different ways for people to find expressive mediums. Mm-hmm. And whatever medium it is for a person to mm-hmm. tell their story. Yep. So the Village Voice is in print.
1: It's in print, yeah.
0: And we have copies of that on the RLN as the Village Voice Gazette. Mm-hmm. And we have the oral storytelling tradition, which I quite like. Yeah. And so we've got Cameo Radio and it's a platform for people Mm -hmm. to be heard. Mm -hmm. And we've had some fascinating stories, some good interviews Mm -hmm. with people that we've been able to air and good feedback from them. They're so satisfied to have had their stories told.
1: Yeah, absolutely. To have them
0: out there and And get it out.
1: Mm -hmm. By vision or... An the art hive. Hope. We've the got, hope. Right. Yeah, and the art hive, right? That is... Oh, that's just uh, been a story, really good. Hope. The yeah. hope of the village voice is that, you know, people can contribute a story, but that they... But more so than that, that they have a... They know that they can tell their story. Right. So even if they never do, at least they know that they can. They
0: can. Well, and I think one of the things, too, a lot of people... Just watch from the sidelines and they wish they could, mm-hmm. but there's reasons they don't want to. And one of the things that the village voice has as an option is anonymous publishing. Mm-hmm. You can get your story out and we'll say it's by a wildflower mm-hmm. because what happens after the forest fires, mm-hmm. wildflowers pop up yep. and they help the regrowth of the forest. Absolutely. So yeah. getting those stories out without the risk of, you know, being known. Mm-hmm. I, i've heard of all kinds of different mediums for that mm-hmm. and uh this is a non-destructive that's one of the things that i've seen well that's why it's stories outlet. yeah,
1: yeah. And that's why it's stories and not opinion pieces opinion so opinion or
0: facebook arguments yeah and we've
1: had yeah. you know that's been a little bit of a learning curve i would say at the beginning and even some of my own stuff i was just i you know you don't know where until the model was really you know Going, going from concept into model, there was a little, like some learning in there
0: mm-hmm. and
1: really realizing like, no, it really is stories. Yeah, they're because very they important. Cut, it just cuts to the heart of it and it gets it to out there and it gets it out in a way that the person who it's their story, mm-hmm. they're okay with it. Like they're, I can't even begin to describe how hurtful it was for me those two times when my story was misrepresented and mistold
0: Mm, publicly Mm -hmm. oh yes i know i've had those experiences with the free press and there's
1: nothing you can do about it well you can not only that not only that but you talk to them you told them you you thought it was and then it gets and it was published and you're like that's not what it was yeah and you're just left behind themselves and they're have already moved on to the next
0: and they'll come back and do it to you again
1: and they'll do it to you again so I learned two mm-hmm. times. Two times. Yeah. Fool me once. Shame on you. Them. Fool me twice. Shame mm-hmm. on me. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. However three that. Three times. Uh oh. Uh oh. You're yeah, <laughs> Not doing that. So anyway... They
0: got me 12 times. Yeah. Well, I just you're... don't learn. You
1: don't learn that No. Apparently. I just. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the story of the village voice. Um, yeah. I'm really excited to see it grow and like. Again, there's been zero opposition. There's the really been zero opposition. I mean, there's
0: why Who would... says no, don't tell your story? Don't tell your story. And there's no other medium for it. No. No. The there's t- really nowhere else that says we just want to know what your story is. Mm-hmm. Unadulterated. We're not going to judge you, and you can even tell it anonymously. Do mm-hmm. you want to write it down? Help? Rather... Well, I mean,
1: we're happy to help you.
0: We have formats yeah. to help people tell our stories. Yep. Um, You were able to do an interview a while ago. I think that one's going to be coming out not Mm -hmm. too long. And and that was really helpful for the person too, Mm -hmm. right? It's almost a therapeutic practice. Absolutely. So what we have is a cultural emergent need to be heard Mm -hmm. in a world that distorts, suppresses, and belittles, demeans, diminishes people's existence. And that storytelling is the expression of that existence. So Mm -hmm. we end up with flash mobs of drama shows and acting and we end up with you know all kinds of art in the street and music Mm -hmm. and people's stories being told and uh, it's great dance Mm -hmm. there's so many expressive mediums and people need it Mm -hmm. you know and it's so obvious to me now it wasn't at the beginning Mm -hmm. and if it's not obvious to you as you listen to this I ask you to give it a try. Yeah, go because get a, it'll go get a just, copy. It'll become obvious. It's
1: at um upwards of 20 locations.
0: Yeah, we're in 20 different locations now with us.
1: Couple sponsors.
0: Oh already. just just off the top.
1: Yeah. So, and if you're interested in becoming a sponsor, you're actually becoming a sponsor member. Of the network, yeah. which is actually fascinating. It's um, huge. When it's we look at uh, like, a way to kind of so conceptualize exciting. the network aspect of it and why it's like really s- so exciting. It um, <laughs> comes from tradition. So it used to be there was the three estates, right? Right. The clergy, the nobility below them, and then the commoners. Right. And then the fourth estate yes. was below that be the media. Right. So that was the news, the that, news. Would, that would, you know, do the... And then there's the fifth. The but with the next evolution, so the news comes out of like, say the uh you know printing press. Yeah. That's when, you know, now common people can share knowledge. But now we have a new technology. Right. And it's basically comes out of the internet that actually is it it connects us in a way that we've yeah. never been. We have
0: a technological advantage that's absolutely unparalleled. Yeah.
1: So while it is in print, mm-hmm. It's still a network.
0: It's still a network. Yeah. And we literally have a media production and network communication system server. Mm-hmm. We have something coming online with that that is going to help to revolutionize this process. And I think I got to play the devil's advocate on that just for a second. Fun. We already have Facebook. We already have Twitter. We already have LinkedIn. How is this any different? Mm-hmm. Well, what does Facebook really do for you? Right? Does it cause fights you know maybe we can use it in a better way but what is it really but what the rln is and what the village voice does and what this podcast and this cameo radio is doing is it's giving people a platform that they've never really had before It's because it's for the members yeah
1: it's and for the public yeah think of it as a network that's for facilitating the real life
0: yes that's why it's called the (laughs) real life network right so we want real stories and We want to hear them. Yeah. And we want you to tell them.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, we've had some comments because we'll do things like, well, Facebook is, we'll have, we'll meet people who are having experiences through their engagement on things like Facebook that become destructive. And we say to them, well, why do you keep doing that? Why do you keep using it? Keep using it. Facebook, the dumpster fire. Yeah. And and then we have other people that say, oh, well, you know, if you would just, you know, be more loving and more caring, or something to, to this effect, on Facebook, it wouldn't matter. And and we go, no, 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 hold on. You have to remember the social consciousness
0: that created that it.
1: created Facebook was literally a dorm room hot or not comparison program. Right. Yes. So and so when you when you realize that that's the social consciousness that you're in when you're engaging in Facebook, right. it really is a this or that. and Hot or not. And
0: don't forget yeah. the algorithms yeah. that it uses.
1: Are that. Are that. And
0: it's meant to create yeah. that. Yeah. And it keeps people addicted like a soap opera. Yep. Oh, man. But we don't want that. We want real stories, you know. And and sometimes people forget what real stories mm-hmm. are. And, you know, one of the ones that I really love, Roger Kipling. Mm. Mm. Love that stuff. Love those old stories. Yep. And some of them aren't that far off, you know? The 90s wasn't all that long ago. No. No. And if we go back even further, we get into some good stuff. Mm-hmm. There's some great stories in the not-too-distant history.
1: The story of Jesus is a pretty good story. 2,000 a, years ago. Not a bad. Uh, story of Buddha is a pretty good yeah, one.
0: Yeah, Siddhartha. Siddhartha. I mean,
1: there's, like, these stories are the way.
0: They are. And if we don't remember our stories, if we don't tell our stories for others to remember we are lost in time Mm -hmm. and what are we supposed to do with the future if we don't learn from history but
1: repeat it forever and how about
0: this Mm -hmm. if
1: our technologies can't absorb and understand that we are a people based in stories
0: we are and we forget that
1: and if our technologies don't learn that and don't know that about us and we don't tell them that Mm. then they won't know
0: oh and like ai is coming it's like already happening yeah yeah. And like we're literally teaching it that mm-hmm. we're a bunch of conf- conflict based yeah. shoppers.
1: And it's like, oh, stop <laughs> you know? this. Yeah. Life on, let's stop this and have rebuild life on land. <laughs> oh, the
0: World Economic <laughs> Forum or whatever, sustainable <laughs> objective. Yeah. Life on land, life in the, it's already there. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, so, I'm really glad you got to tell that story. Yeah. Thank of you. The Village Voice. Mm-hmm. That's really great. That's interesting, though, because it's the story. Of the Village Voice, which is a storytelling medium and platform that has a story behind it. Mm -hmm. And I just want to tie that down with one really interesting point that is so emergent. It itself has life. Mm -hmm. The Village Voice will likely only exist for a certain amount of time.
1: Yeah, it has its, its own cultural, constitution. Yeah, It
0: has a constitution. Yeah. It has life. It's not like your classic institution, just like the RLN. It's not your classic institution that at the heart of it is self-preservation. No. Because then we end up with these zombies that oh, never die. yeah. And we don't need that. We don't need something that's just self-perpetuating. It exists for a reason. That's ego. That's, that's just ego. like pure... That's something yeah. like... You know, if an institution isn't needed anymore, and it's like, I won't die, I won't, I won't die, yeah. I won't evolve. It's like, oh wow, Dumbies. like we're in trouble now. Yeah. We're, we've got, and that's the trouble with the world today. Mm-hmm. And I think that that just kind of touches on what is the RLN. It's real life, and everything life is lives, and
1: dies. It
0: does, yeah. And so the Village Voice is a beautiful medium that exists now and will likely exist for some time
1: until it's no longer
0: until it's no longer needed. Mm-hmm and it will change and something else a new cultural mm-hmm. medium mm-hmm. will emerge mm-hmm. and from the blue sky to the grassroots it will take form again mm-hmm. and in that cycle of life we find growth that's it and so it's there for everybody mm. it's your enjoy it's yours <laughs> it's for you so yeah thanks for tuning in on this really awesome special episode I mean all of our episodes are special but I think this I one's pretty special so. I'd <laughs> like to think so thanks for coming Danny.
1: thanks as for having me
0: anytime don't forget to like and subscribe check out the village voice and uh, we really want to hear from you mm-hmm. so we hope you've enjoyed thanks and don't forget to stay tuned
1: get tuned